0: Good morning, and we're joined at this time once again by Ninth District Congresswoman Erin Houchin. Good morning to you, Congresswoman Houchin. How are you doing on this Monday?
1: Good morning, Tom. I'm doing well. We're back in D.C. Got back uh, yesterday afternoon um, ready to get to work.
0: All right, indeed. And and, uh, one thing of note that uh, happened recently that— You'd released an op-ed on Fox News, and this is in regards to um, parental rights in the classroom. Can you kind of uh, walk us through uh, the uh, case that you made uh, for this?
1: Sure. Um, I was happy to be part of legislation earlier this Congress uh, protecting parents' rights inside the classroom. I penned an op-ed about the urgent need to protect not only Hoosier parents' rights, but parents across the country. Um, I've been, and I know that I join other parents' just feeling increasingly worried that as we send our kids off to school, um, somehow the voice of parents is, is being drowned out by um, an ideology that um, isn't best for how we educate our kids. It's not reading, writing, and arithmetic anymore. Um, literacy rates are falling behind. Um, parents can be of better help if they're informed. Um, so during the process, I added... Um, an amendment uh, asking that schools notify parents if their students are not reading at grade level proficiency by the end of third grade. We're trying to strengthen our schools and empower parents. Um, I'm gonna be fighting for expanding choices for parents. That's why I support school choice and education savings accounts because they keep parents squarely in the driver's seat. Uh, Parents know what's best for their students. member of the House Education and Workforce Committee, and we should be applying our most funda- fundamental principle of freedom uh, to one of our most fundamental systems of education. Um, we're just reaffirming that the relationship that has long existed between parents and teachers um, be made important again and parents have a right to be informed about the decisions in their kids' education. I'll tell you that as a member of, of the education committee, I have heard um, some of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle say things like parents shouldn't be um, re- responsible for making certain decisions, uh, parents shouldn't be in charge of kids' education, it should be bureaucrats. and um, you know, we fought for and delivered a bill to put parents, not bureaucrats, in charge of their kids' education. We're ensuring edu- ac- access to information, um, but certainly our fight isn't going to stop. We will be contending on behalf of um, parents' rights uh, because uh, your parental rights are not terminated at the classroom door uh, when you send your kids off to school. You, parents have a vital role in um, what happens to their kids, and we must protect parental rights.
0: Now, what do you suppose is uh, driving the uh, thought behind uh, keeping uh, parents uh, uninformed as far as uh, what's going on in the classroom?
1: I think we saw during COVID that, you know, that sort of opened parents' eyes to some of the things that they didn't know uh, were going on inside the classroom, Um, and we were, you know, teaching our kids. I remember during that time, I was I was doing fourth grade math and, and calculus and balancing chemical equations <laughs> with my kids trying to, to just figure out the, the um, you know what they were studying in terms of their curriculum. But then there were other things that came to light that we heard from parents across the country, um, you know, a situation particularly in Virginia where uh, a girl was assaulted in a bathroom uh, by a transgender student. And the school didn't notify um, her parents, and you know these kinds of things are um, these are some egregious examples. Uh, there's another example of a of a parent whose daughter wasn't sure how she thought she identified in uh, in middle school, and the school started referring to her by different pronouns and never told the parents, and the student ended up running away and getting kidnapped in human traffic to Maryland. Uh, and so this is, these are serious times. Uh, Tom, I don't know. I can't explain why this is happening. Um, I just know that we're, we're going to be fighting it to restore the right uh, of parents to have access to information and be and the, the decision makers in the driver's seat uh, making these decisions on behalf of their, their children, it's the fundamental that uh, the parents' rights should have priority. But for some reason, we're diluting that uh, in some of our um, some of our bureaucratic driven decisions, and we need to put parents back in charge.
0: All right, so that's something that's an issue that's uh, not going to uh, go away anytime soon. And uh, uh, also, uh, Congresswoman Erin Houchin, you joined uh, Indiana's delegation in support of uh, the uh, Tech Hub application, and uh, can you tell us a little bit about that, please.
1: Yeah, so we're we're applying for to be a Tech Hub, and um, you know there are several applications all across the country, um, but we wanted to send a unified front that if we're going to have technology hubs uh, and those are going to be a funding priority, we want those to come to our state.
0: All right. So again, that was a bipartisan everybody in the Indiana's congressional delegation understand signed on to that. Yes. All right. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out and we'll continue our conversation with Ninth District Congresswoman Erin Houchin right after this. And welcome back as we continue our biweekly visit with Congresswoman Erin Houchin, She represents Indiana's 9th Congressional District on Capitol Hill. And uh, coming up on uh, Saturday um, in uh, Decatur County, uh, your office will be hosting uh, an Academy Day for Hoosier students.
1: Yeah, this coming Saturday, September 23rd, our office is hosting our second Academy Day. Uh, this will be in Decatur County. Uh, It's going to be held at North Decatur Junior Senior High School uh, and attendees will have the opportunity to hear from representatives of our uh, military academies, including the Air Force Academy, Naval Academy, uh, the Military Academy at West Point, Merchant Marines and Coast Guard. Uh, So for students interested in pursuing um, their education through a United States Military Academy this would be their opportunity to come and hear from the representatives of those uh, different schools, uh, as well as uh, hear an overview of the application and nominating process. So uh, we're excited to be bringing Academy Days around the district. This is our second one. And uh, hopefully we'll get a lot of students with interest in serving in our military and attending one of these academies to come out and um, hear from the team.
0: And as far as uh, some other information, uh, how can folks uh, get a, uh, go about? Uh, parents and students go about uh, getting that on uh, regarding uh, Academy Day.
1: Yeah. So if you have questions or want to register atten- to attend, um, the point of contact in our office is Jonathan Pierce, uh, and he can be reached at Jonathan J O N A T H A N dot Pierce P E A R C E two the number two, at mail, M-A-I-L, dot house, H-O-U-S-E, dot gov, or by calling our Jeffersonville office at 812-288-3999. And in addition, you can always visit our website at gov. All
0: right. And then, of course, uh, we also have that uh, contact information uh, for Academy Day on our website, wrbiradio.com. And... um, Also, uh, understand that the uh, Congressional App Competition for uh, 9th District students uh, to compete in is underway.
1: Yes, so we are proud to host the Congressional App Challenge. It's a nationwide event. It is open to students in middle and high school. Uh, Participants can work together uh, in groups or compete against their peers uh, to create an app. Um, And this is allowing students to um, complete, I'm sorry, um, allowing students to create any type of app. Um, Students are encouraged to register online and submit their app by November 1st. Um, This was started in the House of Representatives in 2015. Um, They can create an app for a desktop, PC, web, tablet, mobile, any other devices uh, using programming language such as C, C++, Java, JavaScript, Python, Ruby, or block code. This is um, a challenge that is designed to promote innovation and engagement in commu- uh, computer science, and we're certainly um, happy to host the Congressional App Challenge for the 9th District.
0: All right. And uh, anything else, uh, Congresswoman Erin Halchin, before we let you go?
1: well um we we are getting back to work here in DC uh, we have a week ahead where we're going going to be dealing with um, our appropriations bills um, we are looking at um, you know government funding um, we need to find a path forward on funding I, I want to just say that house leadership has been working very hard across the conference I've certainly been part of those conversations to find the best solution that will um, reduce spending uh, in in our overall numbers, and um, we as Republicans are focusing on implementing policies through this process that will secure the border. We hope that we will um, have support of our Democrat colleagues uh, in the Senate and certainly our Republican colleagues in the Senate. We have to secure the border. Uh, this, I, I know. I've talked about it before. I've visited uh, the border. I've seen it firsthand. It's only gotten worse since then. Um, so, in our appropriations and funding um, efforts, we are focused on those things.
0: All right. Well, Ninth District Congresswoman Erin Houchin, as always, we appreciate your time this morning. Stay well, and we look forward to talking to you again in about two weeks.
1: All right, Tom. Thank you so much.